out of bed and I stumbled to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping Folks like me on the job from nine to five Welcome to the 9 to 5 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jake McKay. We've got the whole crew back together uh, tonight for our show with Robbie Comer, Ty Comer, and Elliot Good. And today's show is basically going to be consisted of the NBA free agency. And as of this recording, we are at 12.14 a.m. And this is Monday morning on July the 2nd. And so this is post-LeBron news. We'll also get into a little bit of Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and some other minor signings. Uh, in the NBA, and then we'll also uh, touch on with recommendation from Nick Clark. We'll talk a little bit about the World Cup uh, soccer action. I was able to watch a little bit of that today. Um, but, of course, we'll start today's show with, obviously, the biggest news in what could be all of sports right now. Um, in the face of the NBA with LeBron James choosing to sign a four-year deal uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers, not uh, really a surprise, I don't think, to a lot of people. I think uh, the choice was down to staying in Cleveland and to the Lakers, or that was the news that was going around. Uh, earlier this week, he said he was going to have his decision made by July 4th, and it came on the first day of free agency, um, deciding to join Magic Johnson's team in L.A. And so this being eh, not really breaking news now in the world we're in now, but um, within the last several hours. So a lot of this is really fresh off of our minds and the panel's minds. And so, uh, Elliot, we'll start with you. What are your initial thoughts on LeBron's choice to go west to the Lakers? Well, I think it's a pretty good choice. Uh, as you said, I think it was down to there or Cleveland, mm-hmm. and I don't think Cleveland was going to be a great option because he's not going to be able to attract as many free agents. I know it is LeBron, but not many people want to play in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So going to L.A., it, it gives them a big market, an attractive market, especially when Kawhi Leonard has already stated that he would like to play there. Yep. Uh, I know they didn't get Paul George. He d- decided to re-sign an OKC. I was kind of glad to see that, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was surprised. Stay. Very surprised, being uh, from California, from L.A. So, yeah, that was a shocker to me. But going to this Lakers team, they have they have some good pieces. They're, they're young. They have cap flexibility. they they got plenty of room to sign more people. I think they got the in. most cap room in the league, which yeah. not now with LeBron, but they still got plenty left to, I think, sign. They said two more pretty high-talent players, high-caliber players. Absolutely. And I wouldn't rule out, as I've said before, Boogie Cousins. I want to see LeBron play with a big, big man. So. A dominant center? Yes. I would like to see that. But the most interesting thing of this to me is Magic Johnson's statement. Two days prior to this announcement, He's they asked him if he was – concerned or worried or felt pressure about this offseason or the offseason that's coming up, and he looked at the reporter directly in the eye and said, I'm Magic Johnson. He said, I've been to how many ever NBA finals? I've faced off against Larry Bird. He He said, I don't feel pressure. I go and I get the job done. And I feel like when LeBron sat down with him, he conveyed that message to him and they were on the same level there. So I think that that had a lot to do with his decision. Well, he said he'd, he'd quit. If he doesn't get a free agent the next two years. <laughs> now, i got a couple questions I'm going to ask you, and I'm also going to ask you two guys. First question is, do you think LeBron knew what he was going to do within 24 hours of his last game in Cleveland? Yes. That would be game four. Yes. Oh, I think he knew, he I think he knew when J.R. Smith took off with the ball. In game one that he was out? <laughs> yes. Yes. And you think, I think he that's knew he was going sealed. To, do you think he knew he was going to go to the Lakers, though? Uh, yes. Well, I've read a thing that, today. That said, remember the big trade that Cleveland did with L.A. cleared up a ton of cap. Yeah, I, re- I retweeted that. They <laughs> yeah. said that he could have been playing this from that total, point. Yeah, total he cleared move. he cleared a ton of cap room for the Lakers so they could sign all these. Free yeah, because honestly, yeah. why would you want to go out? Why if you if you're LeBron James, <laughs> you can pick just about anybody in you the NBA. Jordan you go Clarkson. get You go get Jordan Clarkson Larry and Nance Larry Jr. Nance Jr. off of the Lakers. Why in the world would you do that? Yeah, somebody said that was a next level <clears throat> chess move. Yeah. <laughs> Most valuable player and maybe most valuable executive. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, you, you always talk about, well, you know, LeBron and, and, you know, not a good executive and he's handpicking his players, so why doesn't he like his players? Maybe, maybe, and especially for this year, maybe that was, uh, like you said, intended. So, uh, to answer your question, yeah, I think he already knew even before the final game that he was leaving Cleveland. 
but I'm not sure he knew for certain it was the Lakers. And my next question, and I think this dives a little bit more uh, in detail and actually gets a little personal, not that it's any of our business, but do you think the basketball side of it at this point in his career with as much as he's accomplished, I think we can all agree that he's already one of the greatest players to if he would stop playing right now, one of the greats to ever play the game. Do you think it was mostly basketball that influenced his decision to move to L.A.? Do you think it was Magic talking him into it? Or do you think it was a family-based decision? What what I've heard from uh, sources from ESPN and Fox, from what I've been listening to, uh, this decision was strongly based on what his support group and his family uh, wanted to do. I agree with you on that. I think that was a big part of it. They even said there was a report shortly after the news broke tonight that said he notified his family in close circle three days before this. So mm-hmm. uh, I believe it was a group decision and that family played a big factor in not only just family but his future business endeavors and everything, the lifestyle he wants to live. Uh, I think L.A. is a good place for that. Ty, Rob, any uh, differences there? Now, I'd heard reports way early on, like, before anything else, you know, before, like, we even thought about uh, free agency. We, we were talking about, um, you know, the NBA playoffs, that he wanted to go somewhere where it was more of a lifestyle change, mm-hmm. or more, not a lifestyle change, but you know, he wanted to focus on more of the lifestyle that he lived off the court instead of, um, the winning that he does on the court. Because, I mean, he's, he's done just about everything. I mean, I know uh, he, he could probably want to win a few more titles to, you know, eliminate that whole Jordan six rings and LeBron three or whatever it may be. And uh, so I could understand that. But at this at the same time, he's won three. And that's, that's a pretty good feat there in itself, too. So, um, yeah, I felt like this was definitely a, a situation where uh, you can go and, you know, try to attract players. Oh, uh, he did try to. He texted Kevin Durant. I saw. That. I did see that. Did you yeah, see that? I heard he again. texted Kevin Durant to see if he wanted to join him. Yeah, going to. What's your opinion on that? Because I have my opinion. I want to see how it compares to uh, y'all's opinions on that. What do you think? Is if this is true? And I don't watch First Take a lot anymore. But we, uh, you know, at, at uh, Austin's and Jason's. The workplace the other day we were listening to it and Stephen A. Smith, who I don't agree with a lot, but he has his sources in the NBA, very close sources, and he said they have everything they've ever told him was, was true. With a, he said there's been 12 to 13 instances about specific things in the NBA that they've told Stephen A. He said they've all come true. He said that that was uh, the case with LeBron contacting Durant about joining with the Lakers. What's your thoughts on that? I don't like it. Yeah, I don't either. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> so no. I've already got a different uh, opinion. I don't like it because it's my whole outlook on why LeBron, why Durant went to the Warriors. If exactly. You, you do not team up with the person who beat you. Yeah. If you the, want to team up strictly from competitive. Yeah. Yeah. It's too. That's the whole NBA's too buddy buddy. Yeah. But if, if you, he's already beat say he wants it. say he wants to team up with yeah, Russell, not with. Okay. Yeah. If yeah. he if he wants to team up with Russell, cool. But if he wants not Durant because he beat you, no, you don't do that. I don't know. At the so same Rob, time, though, Rob has wants nothing to do with that. No, so no, I don't want. I'm with you. you. I'm, with I'm, you I'm not saying it wouldn't be a good. Now I think it could be one of the best duos ever, but I I don't like it. Oh, I think it would be. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You have to say it would be the best. Duo I'm with ever. you on some levels there, Rob. About the you know, don't if you can't beat him, join him thing. Like that's that's not cool with me either. Yeah, I've just never liked. That. But at the same time, he's asking one player to join him. And and that I don't know it, it's a little bit different. That's just because they, those two are compared so often for me. I don't know. I just you know it's always Durant. I can't, I can't believe LeBron actually texted him to team up after Kevin had the big slight of yeah. It's easy to be the best player in the world. Yeah, on the and that that falls under the two the NBA two buddy buddy too. Yeah. Elliot, what do you think? I'm with him on that. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of it. I. I like to see a more competitive, more balanced league. I think it's better for It your, doesn't matter, though. It, even your, if they teamed up, I mean, yeah, then it would definitely be the Warriors versus whatever team LeBron got Kevin to come Well, it was, to, it was to the Lakers. To the Lakers, yeah, to the Lakers. Which is why I have a different opinion. But my thing was, is, um, the last person, <clears throat> like, you would have never seen Paul Pierce and LeBron join together. Yeah. yeah. Back I'm when they were going head-to-head. Never. Here's, here's my thoughts. I, I think if you're LeBron and you know you're going to the Lakers – why not 
why not just see what his answer would be? Like, if I'm in Kevin Durant's shoes, obviously, you know, if, if it's me, I'm not leaving what I have because obviously what I have going right now is working. When he didn't. He, he and, resigned. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't blame Durant for saying no, but if I'm LeBron, I don't blame LeBron for this at all. Because now, if you're LeBron, you're saying, okay, if, you know, why not take the chance? What's the worst he can say is no. The best option is you take a piece from your highest competitor, okay, the team that is going to be in your way, the team that everyone says is going to be your biggest roadblock from reaching the finals, I think we can agree, would be the Warriors. You're taking a piece away from that and adding it to yourself. So with LeBron and Durant on the Lakers – that could automatically be almost a game-changing. Uh, I don't know if it would be even keel or not with the surrounding roster, but you take Durant off that team, put him with LeBron and the Lakers. Well, they beat the Warriors. Against the Warriors. They beat the Warriors. Yeah. But I still just don't so like what's, I understand the strategy and all that. If he is ring-chasing, yeah, that's the that, way to That's go. the whole thing with LeBron. I didn't, Why not give it a chance? I didn't give my take on that, but I think this him going Lakers clearly shows he's not ring-chasing. The goal is to win, but win in a couple of years. If he was ring chasing, he's going to Houston. I just think he wanted a new beginning, though, and, and with players that he's never played with before and, and try to get – because, I mean, the stories have been Kawhi and Paul both to yeah, L.A. Which, uh, I'm, LeBron's probably rejoicing Paul George didn't go. No, I, yeah, absolutely. But to get back to Jared's point, oh, I, I get the whole strategy point. It sounds perfect, but any other player in the league, not, not Steph. Any other player in the league, he can join up, and I think it's cool. But it's just because those two are going head to head, like Magic, Larry. I just you think it's on that level? No, of but robbery? for today's standards, I think it is because they're the two that yeah, going Cleveland head-to-head. and they're the two that's going head to head for the best they're, player in the league. Guarding each other, yeah. Guarding. It's just I, I don't know. I understand the strategy. I just don't like it. I agree with Robbie. I, I understand your points completely. From a strategy perspective, it makes perfect sense yeah. because, as you said, you're dismantling the. Your highest competition, but as they said, from a from a personal standpoint, I don't I don't agree with it. Now there was never any kind of report about this. Do you think there he had a thought about asking Chris Paul? Or do you think he knew that Chris Paul was going to resign? And I don't know if we mentioned that, but he signed a four year extension, one hundred sixty million, to stay with Houston, saying or tweeting uh, that there was unfinished business. Remember, Chris Paul got hurt and was unable to play in the final game. I think game Chris Paul gave against the Warriors. Yeah, I think it went through his mind. Now, if LeBron had a better team going there, I think Chris Paul might have jolted because he's he's title chasing too. I and think yeah, because he age, doesn't have a ring. But I mean, right? at his age, he's title chasing. But yeah. if LeBron has a better team in L.A. than what Houston has right now, I think he goes. I think he thought he was going to be able to lure LeBron, LeBron to Houston. Yeah. If yeah. he pulls Chris Paul away to L.A. with him, I already think the Lakers have a chance to beat Houston right then and there. I really do. I agree. If I he pulls Chris Paul away. Chris Paul, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, I think they have a chance. I, I don't know. I don't know about Kuzma yet. If he pulls Chris Paul know. away, I don't think they're I think the Lakers beat him. Like I don't even think it's a look what they did without look what they did without Chris Paul. I'm not saying James Harden would fold in the playoffs again, but he made. I was a critic of that move, and it ended up working perfectly for them. They they became a better team. It did did work out nice. So you agree with me? Also, what do you guys think? If he pulls Chris Paul to the Lakers, let's just say LeBron, Chris Paul, some role players, maybe another. I I think it makes them about even. I think the ball movement would be unbelievable, and that's what makes the Warriors so good is that they can and move they bring the, that to the, the, Lakes, the and Lakers. Move that to the Lakers, and you've got. I think Kyle Kuzma with LeBron is going to turn out to be a stud. I really do. Ingram, I think Ingram would be the one that might his growth might be stunted yes, for think, a loss oh, of minutes. Without a doubt, yeah. he'll be traded. I think. Ingram, yeah, I, I think Kuzma or Ingram, some kind of package is going to go to Kawhi. Ingram will be in the Kawhi trade. Yeah. If so you, does and that that could lead us into our next question is does this move now initiate a more serious talks to get Kawhi to the Lakers? Absolutely, and you know Justin texted us earlier about uh, was well, San Antonio's decision. Yeah, but the the whole thing is one you've already seen Kawhi will sit out; he will hold out on you. Mm-hmm. And so he's got the power. Right? So he's really, he really does. I mean, that it's a sad thing. Robbie always talks about it. It's it's a joke that the players yeah. can just say like, oh, well. And I this player empowerment, like the NBA might start. I mean, should they start to be getting concerned? He, he has, yeah, he has, this, he has this could power, be a problem. But I can tell you, if I'm Popovich, there's no way in hell 
that you trade him. The your only, only way, your the own organization. Only way He's I'd, just going to walk. The, well, let him walk. The only I'll take away a year of his career. The only way well, he doesn't. <laughs> Um, he's only twenty seven years old. It's just a year stars, for him to rest and up all, and get paid. Well, he's already got one year rest. He's gonna get rusty. That, yeah, but you're paying him a lot of money to just. But sit my thing there. is, is the only way I would trade him to the Lakers is if I got a haul like Danny Age got from the Nets. But Magic Johnson's not making that mistake. I know. The, the He'll sit around. They can get some players. You, you're, if you wait. And you, I'm, but there's there's like literally nothing good that can come of sitting Kawhi for a year. Yeah, you might take a year off of his career. But I think he has free agency. He's gone. I, I, can't get I really don't. For him. I don't right think he's now gonna, you have to get something for him. I know what you're saying. I, I I talk about that a lot too. But I don't think he sets two years in a row. Kawhi. There's too much lost stats. Because those players are ego centric too. I just don't see Kawhi as that kind of player. Which I never saw him as a player. I, I didn't either. But I'm telling you, I. I'd like to see the standoff, see who's so, who, who blinks first. All right. He might play, but he's not going to give you his all. If you're the Spurs GM, are you, are you going to contribute to a new super team? Because I, I'm assuming – I was out, outside earlier saying that if I'm the Spurs, I'm only trading Kawhi for the best deal. It's not whether we'll play in the West, play in the East, Lakers versus – whoever gives me the best deal is going to get him. But no team is going to give up a good deal if they know Kawhi is just going to bolt for L.A. next year in free agency. Yeah, that's my thing. You know he's leaving, so you have to get what you can. But it's not like he has to do a deal with the Lakers. There's going to be many teams trying to get him. So, well, the other two teams are the Celtics and Sixers. Yeah. So, right. what you're thinking if you're one of those other teams is, hey, if I trade for him, I'm showing him that, hey, I want you here. I want you to be a part of mm-hmm. this. So, hopefully... You're convincing him to stay there. Yeah, because commitment is now well, the only way an issue. Yes. It's not just his injury; it's now commitment. What if he doesn't like it in LA? Well, what if he doesn't like playing with the Brian? only now way he's? And I, don't, and I don't care where I trade him. I'm like you. I just want the best deal because if you trade somebody like Kawhi Leonard, you're basically saying, "Hey, we're not going to compete. We can't beat these other teams right now." So yeah, you may as well do the the three, four, five year down the road plan. And I and I have a thought. I'll let Robbie and Ty make some more mentions about this because I have a comparison, a baseball comparison that I really want to get, especially Ty's opinion on that. Um, and I could be completely wrong, but that this reminds me of a similar situation. If I'm the Celtics or Sixers, I would not give up anything for him until I got a written statement that he's going to sign with you or just sign an extension. Well, that's going back to the whole sit out thing. They sign these contracts and then they just don't play. I don't, yeah, that's, I don't that's understand what, that. You sign the contract. The NBA should... If they sign the contract, they should do away with holdouts. You could, you should be able to, for every day you hold out, it should be a fine like the NFL. I agree. Yeah, but that's also a slippery slope because I mean he also used that hip excuse or whatever injury yeah. that he had as an excuse. But if, I, I if a doctor to happen, you. that slippery slope has started. I mean, not saying that player player empowerment is bad. Usually, I always side with the players. It's capitalism. You make. I think you should go out and get as much money as you can in whatever situation you can get, but. Since Adam Silver has taken over, it seems like the players almost have more power than yeah, the owners and and I and like the, the NFL, I like the NFL system. You can still do your, you can still hold that out. I'm not sure if the players have enough. When you hold out, you're putting your money where your mouth is because you're paying. It's like twenty five, thirty thousand a day. Wait, is that Robbie saying something nice about Roger Goodell's NFL? Yeah, yeah, that's some. That's one <laughs> thing I do like because you don't. You have some players set out, but they do not set out into the season. Let me let me throw this time. throw this out and see if I'm just like throwing things pulling things out of thin air to make a show or if I've actually got a point here. Okay, so the Spurs, let's say the last four or five years, we have considered them, you know, contenders. They had Tim Duncan, Quiet. We always say uh, the Spurs are almost like the Patriots. They're always going to be in contention mm-hmm. until, of course, the Warriors built their super team. But just stay with me. So you've always had the Spurs with in recent history. And they've got a player like Kawhi Leonard who's considered one of the best in the league. Let's go to baseball. The last four or five years, the Nationals have had a team that's considered worthy of winning a World Series, correct or incorrect, mm-hmm. correct. talent-wise. They've got a player that is considered one of the top players in the league with Bryce Harper. Now, he hasn't set out because of injury. His, a lot of people have noticed maybe his effort has been a little low this year. The Which Spurs, is ridiculous, by the way, in a freaking contract year. Oh, yeah. That's another. Uh, I'll get to that. But let me try to put this in as simple words as I can. The Spurs are under a little pressure because if 
We all think right now the Spurs are not in a situation to win a championship, correct? Even with Kawhi Leonard. Yes. If they were in a situation to win a championship, do I say you take the risk and keep Leonard for that year and then Absolutely. let him walk and try to win a championship? Ty, in your opinion, are the Nationals in a spot to where they have a chance to win a championship and you keep Bryce Harper, or is it, an op- is it actually a feasible option to think about trying to trade him? Well, we'll see how the rest of the season goes because, I mean, right now you're third in the uh, NL East behind both the Phillies and the Braves. You didn't have a very good showing at all this weekend. Did, I, the did I make that question oh, clear yeah, enough? No, yeah, because the, the whole thing about it is, though, baseball is a little bit different, I feel like, because you wait until about three-quarters of the way through the season or whenever the trade deadline 31st. is. 31st. 31st of July. July. And so, so by that time, you have to decide whether you're a contender and you think you can make the playoffs with what you've got right. or if you can go trade for somebody and get a bigger name, which I don't think the Nationals are in any point. They can't do that anymore. They've gotten rid of a lot of their yeah, young left. studs. Um, but you have to decide. And if, we're, if we slip some more. What would you say the magic number is? Eight to ten games out? If we're eight to him? ten games Whew. Because I don't think we're going to get the the wild card either wild card in yeah. the uh, in the National League. So you have to win. You the have division. to win the division. Yeah. If you are eight or nine games behind the Atlanta Braves or the Philadelphia Phillies for the NL East lead, you think I, about it. You, you think about to. trading Bryce Harper? Absolutely, because you know that you one he's going to ask for way too much money. Because we've seen, I mean. And I love Bryce, I really do, and he can be an MVP caliber player, and we've seen it time in and time out. Which well, is he what can, makes the decision tough. Exactly. But he can also be what he was, uh, I guess that was, what's that been, two or three years ago now, and what he is now. Yeah. He's a dog. He doesn't freaking run mm. balls out. It's 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 a joke, honestly. Think, if, you, if you watch him play, Jerry, See, that's the thing. There, I haven't kept up with it. I've just heard awful. people bash it him is, about it is effort. Awful. You know, because when he first broke into the league, that was one of the big things. Yeah, on he Bryce was Harper. running double, or he was hustling out yeah, singles. Yeah. He was, he was doing everything he could do. And now he's got a little bit of you know fame, and he's getting a little Which bit of money. Think if and that was the case, it would be after he got paid, not before. Exactly. That's that's what doesn't make any sense to me. Is that he just really doesn't seem to care at all because he's in a contract year. The year that he's. Because he's what's he gonna ask for? In football, you got a contract to your player. You're gonna get an MVP style year out of you. Got Scott (laughs) Boris, and he's coming for four hundred million dollars. But my whole point on it is, is baseball takes it to heart more than any other sport that you trade whatever you have for whatever you can get at the deadline. It doesn't matter if you're a scrub; they're gonna trade you if you Mm -hmm. don't walk. Another thing is Bryce Harper. um, Wait, you say. If you know they're going to walk in free agency, you trade, you trade them. them. But yeah. if I if well, I'm the Nationals and I think I'm good enough to win a World Series this year, and I'm not trading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. like like we went and watched the Giants last year. Me and Corey and Ty. Yeah, we were at the game. Eduardo Nunez. He's a pretty solid. He's a C plus B minus player. Solid. Okay, all right. Average player. He Oops, sorry. He was traded in the middle of the game <laughs> to the Red Sox because the Red Sox were in contention. The four, or the Giants were not. But they were they knew he was going to walk, so they got a little something out of him. They do that. Every team does that, regardless. And another thing is Bryce Harper. I don't know if I've ever seen it, but there are scrub players who always, always, always overperform in your contract year. Yeah. Any you can look back through history. Ninety-five percent of the players overperform in the contract and, year. And I think he is baseball, having a terrible season. It's too, he's hitting like two thirty. I mean, he's hitting a lot of home runs. He's leading the National League in home runs, but yeah. he is hitting like two thirty. Striking stolen out. base numbers are down. Striking out a ton. I I don't know, and I think he's got a little something going on in his head. He he has had problems, obviously. He he gets. Mad. I think he, honestly, I think Robbie that he is so arrogant that he can take into negotiation. Yeah, this year doesn't really matter. I mean, I mean, look at what I've done in years prior. Yeah, well, he's got Scott I've been Boris. an MVP. And I've got Scott Boris in my corner, so I'm going to get no less than what I asked for. Yeah. And somebody's going to pay that. Yeah, somebody, somebody's going to be an idiot somebody, and pay that. Pay. Because he's going to be, after he gets paid. Yeah, I'll what be, kind of effort you getting out of the ooh, 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 if if you don't get this be, effort in a contract year, what effort are you going to get once you sign the check? He's oh, going to Any thoughts about Bryce? I'm with him. I've never seen anything like this from a, a player of that caliber, I mean, this guy has been heralded 
not not quietly as much as LeBron James, but it was for baseball. It was almost on that level. And for from us time, being a local player, that's yeah, all you hear. From the time he was a teenager, man, this guy was just Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper. He's the next big thing. And for a player of that caliber to just fold, not fold, but really underperform in a season like this, it's just I don't understand it. <laughs> I got I mean, news for him got, too. You should have. You should be out there giving it 100% every time because, as you were talking about with the World Series, this team is super talented. Yeah. They definitely have a well, chance. Well, that's my thing. I don't think you have a chance with Davey Martinez. But well, that's that, point. that may be another, <laughs> <I am> another <laughs> discussion. Isn't topic, it funny but, where I, uh, a segment on NBA free agency can you? I feel proud of myself. No, yeah, I, that comment led into a good conversation. Yeah, absolutely. To, um, but I got, I got news for Bryce real quickly. Uh, yeah, here soon the Nationals aren't going to need you. They they really <laughs> is this is this leading to Juan Soto? This is, is leading, leading to Juan, Juan Soto. Also, now I think he's ended up being a better player. Juan Soto is unbelievable. Like he's he hit another home run today. He hit some in Yankee Stadium, the youngest to do hit, have four hits and two home runs in Yankee Stadium. He's been unbelievable. So you find Soto. We've got Victor Robles waiting in the wings to get his opportunity because he's supposed to be an unbelievable stud. Not quite the home run hitting type guy, but he's going to be the doubles, triples, steal about you know, 40, 50 bags on a year. That's the type of player Victor Robles is, and he's just waiting in the wings. We've got Michael Taylor who's leading the league in stolen bases. He's not having the greatest of years, but guess what? He knows to get paid, he's got to do something to help the ball club, and he's doing it by leading the team in stolen bags. And he's still giving effort. Yeah. And I'll, Adam I'll, Eaton out I want to say one well. more thing is that I, I thought it was a telltale sign that Bryce Harper's got some head problems going on when the way he handled Joe Madden walking him all that time, about eight, ten times in one series. Yeah, he, he could not handle he took, that. He, look at somebody like Barry Bonds and how he took steroids, Mark McGuire. Those guys, Barry Bonds had like a 600 on base percentage. Yeah, to time. me, his <laughs> OPS is unbelievable. And he had a 600, but... As a baseball player, it's not all about you. It's about getting on base. Yes. And Bryce couldn't stand that he couldn't hit. They were giving him the base. That's that's ego. To, that's ego. Me, yeah, that's not team. That's you. That's competitiveness, too. To but Barry Bonds was intentionally walked over 100 times one year, and he took it. You take the base as a team. You take the base. You want to win games. Exactly. So that's similar to segue us back to what we're supposed to be talking about. Is that like... Is that are you comparing that if LeBron would get frustrated because people continue to foul him like yeah him getting free throws getting frustrated because people foul him and he's in a decent free throw shooter yeah you, you take what you they give you yeah and you just I don't know well to me to me Bryce acts like the world the baseball world owes him something yeah like he's God's gift yes yeah, yeah. he's very he is he and this is coming from a national, is this is coming back on his own no team this is here. coming from a national fan I'm tired of seeing it I really am like it it, it all depends on. How his year starts. If he gets a slow start to the year, pack it we, in. We could talk in. about another baseball player tonight that I could go on for an hour. I, I would like. I would like to make a mention of one more currently former baseball player, Mr. Jason Worth, announcing his retirement. I know we have a sad fan sitting right out there on the deck. Yeah, Corey mm-hmm. probably really upset, but Jordan Mercer and Seth Comer were both together when they found <laughs> out the news, and they were probably ecstatic. ecstatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking about. Uh, trying to get back on track, we'll just talk about mention a couple more uh, free agent signings and uh, some more basketball news, and then try to get some World Cup news in here. Paul George, what do you guys think about Paul George uh, returning to Oklahoma City? And you know, the last couple of days you kind of heard that um, he may not be as interested in the Lakers as we first thought. But apparently Russell Westbrook and the fans, I've always heard that that's one of the best fan bases in the league, have convinced him to stay. He signed a four-year max, 137 deal, uh, $137 million deal. I was I was glad to see this. I, I really think he's going to try to work with something there with him and Russ. Playoff P. Uh, playoff P, you know, he, he, I, I did lose a little bit from there. This has put him back up. I, I'm a fan of Paul George. And I said that when he made his own nickname. I'm a fan of the player. That kind of got on my nerves because I'm not a big I'm not a big proponent of that. Playoff I don't like him it. doing this. I I think it shows that he's actually trying to build something there. Carmelo, he's there for an entirely different reason. He's there he's because pro- he's not going to get any money <laughs> he's, close to what he's. He's on his way out whenever that contract runs up. But what do you guys think about uh, Paul George, Russ, uh, Robbie? I know you're itching at the bit to get your. Uh, take here about Paul George, and, and me and you disagree about Paul George, I think, because you seem like you're not a big yeah, PG fan. No, I don't like him. I think he's a pacer. Um, 
See, that's not fair. Yeah, that's not that, fair. Ronnie does that for everybody, too. He's a, he he's a somebody or, as he's, he's a, a pacer. He's a pacer. He's yeah, a deep moron. Down, he's a jazz. He's a jazz. When you are giving him the ball with a second to go and he's supposed to shoot the game-winning shot, just remember he is a pacer. He has never he's made not, a game-winning shot at any level of basketball he, he's played. No, and I'm not saying he's a closer, but he's definitely a talented piece that could be on a championship. Not, I don't a, think he's got the 2K loser badge. My, <laughs> Oh, I don't think there. he does. He's getting there because he has averaged twenty-two. He's averaged. I don't understand why he's such a hot commodity. They talk about him like he's a top. He's five because player. he's a good two-way player. Yeah, but he has averaged twenty-two points the last three years, down from like twenty-eight. Twenty-two is a pretty good number, especially but for twenty-two. Really talking, good with yeah. with Russ. He's, he's not a, take all their shots. He's not a superstar. But the way they talk about him, there's only a couple superstars in the league. All right, but I do want to make this point. Is if I was a Thunder fan, I would question very deeply Sam Presti, the GM, and the ownership group there because really to keep Paul George, they are going to pay two hundred and twenty-eight million dollars for this season. And I agree with you. All right, they would not give James Harden an extension coming off a Finals loss, and if they would have gave him that extension. The team would have cost two hundred and six million to keep together, mm. but you want to keep a team of well, Rob Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Carmelo Anthony after a first round loss to the Jazz, well, led by things, a rookie. Two things: number one, James Harden did not perform well in that finals, and number two, did they really think James Harden was going to be? I'm not even saying you don't even have to know James Harden would be that good. He was the sixth man of the year that year, and I'm not saying the year. I'm saying of the finals. But you're saying, yeah, but he, I mean, he well showed, he showed, he showed you that and he then could Houston, be a top level talent at that six but, man. And spot. then in Houston, he choked last year in the playoffs as well. But for a small market team, why would you keep Paul George? Because of what you just said. Because it's a small. How? What do? You, what are your odds that you're going to land big? Free What's the odds you beating the Warriors? Zero. Probably not very good. You know my take on that. <laughs> Robbie, you can't you're tank a small market every year team. if you're not going to beat the Warriors. You're not going to beat you the Warriors. You can't have 20. You're if that's the, the case, case, you're if that's the the case 29 teams you're, should you're tank. You're not beating the Lakers. If that's the case, 29 that's, teams well, should tank. That's why I think the NBA is a joke, though. Because, I mean, obviously, you're not it winning. wouldn't really matter. If you can't it wouldn't really matter. matter. That's every team. But you don't shell out $228 million. That means he's trying to get the team better. Well, let's just As a fan, just take your money, take your, take your $200 million and throw it in the can <laughs> because you're not winning. Oh, I disagree completely. Say you win. If that's the case, win. I would, you would, if that's the case, say you win 50 you'd have 28 you teams 50 in the league. Games and you're going to get the 25th draft pick. Wow. Wow. Building the future. Jimmy Butler was a really late round pick. I'm not saying he's a, Jimmy Butler. I'm not saying he's a, find, though, Jerry. Jimmy Butler's better than Paul find. George. Huh? Jimmy Butler's. He's better than Paul George. I'll take that. But he's tough to find. Well, yeah, it ain't easy. That That's professional sports. Yeah, but not everybody's, not everybody's Cleveland I'm that gets not, the number one pick to, get, not, to draft LeBron James or the San Antonio Spurs to get to draft Tim Duncan. It's not that, that easy. kind of money for Paul George. Because you're paying a luxury tax. Well, that's just how it's going to be in the league. That's, how the, way, that's the way the league goes now. <laughs> Will Barton, four years, $50 million. <laughs> what Aaron does, what do Celtics do? Huh? What do Celtics do? Celtics two years. They That's built about the, five and they, a half million. They built in the draft. They no. What the Celtics did was rob Brooklyn. That's what the well, Celtics. They robbed the Whitland. <laughs> they robbed an owner who knew nothing about basketball. No, the GM. The GM was he robbed Brooklyn. That's how. And I am I the only one that sees this? He oh, robbed Brooklyn oh, with the trade. Kevin Garnett Paul Pierce yeah. trade. But That's that, how they got the picks oh, they have now. I've heard of fantasy that, trades being they robbed Cleveland. Supposedly people were robbed. But they robbed Cleveland when they who? took Kyrie. Boston. Well, no, you. They, 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 signed, they accepted the deal. Who? Whoever. The two teams. Elliot, but I'm saying, Kyrie. but that's how. He's just outsmarted idiots. Elliot, can I get you a beer? Well, that GM. <laughs> that's sorry. GM, Elliot, I'm jump in. Jump in. Yeah, no, no. We're, we're cool. I'm not playing. The, the well, bottom line is we'll I will get the beer. They got Isaiah <laughs> Thomas. Beer. Who else did they get? Anta Zizic. Beer. Who else? Beer. Then the GM loses his job. Beer. Who is the GM? LeBron and... No, no, I'm talking about the Nets. Oh, the Nets? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know him either. So, he he needs to leave. Get him. If I'm the Thunder, if I'm that small market team and I have a... a, What what do we call him? 
is a, is a star too much? Yeah. He's not a superstar. I'll give you that. Nah, he's, he's a star. He's a star. He's a star. He's a star. That, my Why point, not? I'm not paying a luxury tax because you're over the cap. You, I'm not paying a luxury because tax. Because people say, oh, well, you, you don't want the Angels to waste Mike Trout's career. Or you want the Bucks to surround Josh. Don't wait. Don't waste. I mean, Russ is try to give Russ a little bit of help, even though sometimes Russ is wasting his own career. Angels, Angels aren't going to make the playoffs again this year. They are definitely wasting Mike Trout's career. Yeah, the Red Sox ruined their season. They beat them six times, <laughs> and they were outscored forty-three to twelve over six games. <laughs> uh, last last time to talk about them, I guess DeAndre Jordan and the Mavericks. Is this a big deal, no deal, or a little deal? Honestly, if it's not, and again, this is why I'll go. Ahead I know. And, I'll go ahead and let's say just, it. I let's hate, just try to open it up and say, will this? Is it going to help the team? Yeah, it'll help the team. I mean, you're adding one of the best. Dunkers, one of the best defensive presences probably in, in one the paint. Of, probably the they tried this. They the tried this route a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was kind of funny. That that was funny. To me that Dallas was so willing. I don't know if I go back after after, after all that happened. Yeah, yeah. twenty four million dollars, and I thought honestly that that's a one year deal. It was a one year deal, which I didn't twenty four million dollars. Never mind. Never yeah, talk what, about what okay, the Mavericks. But listen, I'll show you why I'm, I'm, why I'm the difference here. Is I'm okay with that. Why? Because you're not paying a luxury it's not investment. tax. Well, and it's not a huge investment. Yeah, but one year. My, my whole point is I'm not paying a luxury tax where it's like you pay six or oh, seven. Now you said yourself, listen, the owners have money. Listen, listen. You're not paying, when you pay a luxury tax, you're paying six or seven dollars for every dollar of the contract. Okay. I'm not paying. In reality, you're paying Paul George. You're paying seven times the contract to have him. All right, DeAndre Jordan. You're paying the twenty four million. You get him. Where else is their money tied up? Does Stephen Adams get a big deal? Russell, for him? yeah, they're, Adams, and yeah. they're they're paying past money on dead caps and stuff like that. But I just not paying the luxury tax for him. DeAndre Jordan, you get him under the luxury tax. Cool. He helps the team. They're definitely a better team with him. So who was their center? Does anybody uh, even know? Nerlens 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 And I guess Dirk, Dirk's still there. Measury. Oh, two more quick. I keep saying quick things. Two more quick things. One, because they're not uh, a shout out to Aaron. Phoenix also went out and got a free agent, Trevor Ariza. Good or bad for that one? Good sign. Yes, no, that, that's that, also a year. So good sign. Rob, not a big investment. They're under the cap. Obviously, they mm-hmm. got plenty of room. Phoenix, Trevor Ariza. That's a good sign. Oh, yes, yeah, I'm cool with that. Good they, sign. They, they need to show that they're getting better as a team. Because I think that's a place that can attract free agents. That's a good player to pair with some of their younger guys, that's Josh Jackson, Devin Booker. That they have an abundance of wings, though. That's what I was thinking about earlier. Yeah, but that brings me back to the Rockets. Like, that's a that's a huge piece that the Rockets are losing. And if Capella's a restricted free agent, they they need to find some solutions here in free agency for sure. Uh, and no, 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 no. oh, Derek Rose. One year deal for Minnesota as well. Just had to throw that in there. Irrelevant. And the last one, the <laughs> last one I'd like to get to. Oh, where was it here? Oh, I wanted Ty's opinion on the Lakers signing Lance Stevenson. Uh, <laughs> after they signed, LeBron. after they signed, LeBron, this was so not an accident. No, I, I don't. Mm. Now you I know they've already. Those- I guess they texted, those things. They, they, they texted probably, each other. They had to talk to LeBron first. You know, like this is one of those things that you didn't want to sign Lance just in case it like deterred LeBron. Mm-hmm. But then once you got LeBron, you're like, LeBron, look, man, can we bring in Lance? And then I'm sure that's how that went. And then he's Are like, you, yeah, okay. What Laker executive is going to say, can we bring in Lance? With that history, and I mean, you, you want LeBron to be happy. I'm not saying you don't go ask LeBron first. But just, why would you want? Why would you? But why yeah, would you LeBron, want to do no, that? Look, Lance, Lance, why is pair be, him with LeBron? I'll here's tell the you thing. That, here's the thing that is going to more bother theater me. gone from the NBA. Here's the thing that's going to bother take it away me is that Lance is going to be the J.R. Smith in Game One of the and Finals screw and up. screw something up. He's going to do something so stupid. Boneheaded. He's going to he's going to get a technical when he. Can't get a technical. He's going to do something stupid. I'll tell you why. This is the Lakers making a statement to say, hey, LeBron James is not our GM just yet. Okay. Oh, but he is. He is. Over Magic? Who's yes. the coach to? Luke Walton, please don't even get me started on Luke Walton. You want to know a fun fact there? Luke Walton was drafted in the same draft as LeBron James. 31 picks later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and another thing was is that... um Crap, what was it? Just go on with what you're saying. Oh, I was going to go into break, so whatever you got about NBA, get it out. It was about LeBron. Damn. 
right, I'll just try to remember. I want to. I want to bring up one more thing. So I yes. agree with both of y'all's points on the like the caps and all that. The small market teams. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to propose a question. What What can they do to fix it? What can they do to make the league more balanced? Do they lower the salary cap? I know with the you get TV, rid of the luxury hard. tax. Once you hit the cap, you hit the cap. That's it. Well, it's, it's, what's they're literally doing? not allowed to spend any more money. Is what what was? Saying. How did they fix it before? You had talented teams before in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. yeah, you had the Celtics and the Lakers dynasties. I don't know. But this history. was before free agency was a big thing. I don't know the history. Well, you also of made that, those teams through draft. You didn't make them through trade. You made it through draft, and now LeBron. Has and and again, I'm for I'm mostly for player empowerment. When he decided to go to Miami, now everyone else is like, okay, if LeBron can do it, we can do it. We're going to do what we want. And again, I'm I'm mostly for that. I think the players should do what what they want to do. But this has also got to where most of these players are teaming up on one anywhere from one, two, or three teams, yeah. and the rest of the league is now irrelevant competitive wise. Exactly, it's ruining their regular season product, in my opinion. Like no one watches until the playoffs now, unless it's one of those teams that mm-hmm. we're talking about. Um, also, I don't know if y'all heard this yet, but the Lakers signed JaVale McGee, too. Yes, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to talk about, the, I don't know the NBA history like I know the NFL, but the NBA, I'm not sure, the NFL didn't have free agency until like sometime in the 70s. Yeah. So the so NBA, I don't know how that worked. It, you were drafted, and you were on that team, and they decided when you were going to be let go. Or you were going to be traded. See, I, I would not like that. And that was something the players bargained for over time in the CBA. I would imagine. And I don't know when the NBA first got free agent. That is strictly owner control. Yeah, that's like a plantation. That is. Mike Wilbon uses that word, and I don't like it at all. But that, that uh, is. The NFL did not have free agency. I wrote a paper about it for one of my sports management classes. They did not do free agency. Baseball didn't do it for a long time. Either. Now, a lot of people made a lot of money. Emmett, the year, one of the years we won a Super Bowl, Emmett Smith held out for two games. Cowboys lost both of them, and Jerry <laughs> ponied up and paid him. <laughs> he started owing two. Jerry said, all right, all right, all right. I get it. I get blank it. Check. He had enough of that. All right, anybody else with any other NBA, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, some FIFA World Cup, and then we'll throw in anything else that uh, the guys come up with. Welcome back to 95 Sports, and it's time to talk some soccer. World Cup going on right now, World Cup action, and today I know the big news this morning was uh, the Spain versus Russia, and once again we have a powerhouse country uh, in the world of football eliminated from the World Cup in tournament play as Russia, the lowest ranked seed in this year's tournament because uh, I think they were in because they're the host of the tournament. Defeated Spain, and here's kind of how that went down. For those of you wondering, these are uh, free kicks at the end. So they ended overtime with a draw. That was a hell of a save from the Russian goalie there. The final kick for Spain. Saves it with the opposite foot. And so we were talking during the break about how some of the, uh, you know, obviously. Us four on the show aren't avid soccer fans, but I try to watch during the World Cup. It's just been a little more difficult this year since the U.S. failed to make it after losing to Trinidad. What are we doing? What are we doing? Trinidad. Taylor Twelman. But we were talking during the break. What are the countries that you think of? Portugal, they are eliminated. Spain, they're eliminated. Uh, who else? Oh, Germany? Germany. Germany had the best odds to win it all. They won last year, or not last year, last tournament last four years ago. Argentina. Eliminated. Argentina because of Messi. Eliminated. Does this hurt viewership, especially yeah. in America? I think so. Yeah. Because obviously overseas, it's not going to affect it. You got one more. Watch. You got one more big star in that thing, and that's Neymar. Neymar in Brazil. That's that's he all you got. He had really. his own highlight today. Yeah. <sighs> What a flop! Robbie, you rolling, rolling, I'm going to try to look up this flop because I want I want the reaction. 
Speaking of flops, we talk about the NBA, but this is the worst sport I've ever seen for it. It's insane. These people act like they die on the field. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Here's the video I want you to see, Ty. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll give you the real you video. Reminds me of, reminds me yeah. of some, this is in real time. This, Rolling, 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 rolling. That video reminds me of the scene in Anchorman when they keep flipping. Yeah. So anyway, um, Brazil is still in it, but we're talking about powerhouses, and most of them are out except for uh, Brazil. Right now, Uruguay is going to be paired up against France for the next matchup in that side of the bracket. Croatia against Russia. And that side of the bracket, we still have Sweden in it, England. You know uh, what makes Japan, me the maddest? Brazil is still in it. Any thoughts? You know what makes me the maddest about that soccer? Not very avid. Is soccer. that yeah? I'll, I'll I'll weigh in a little bit. Is everybody wants to give Messi such a hard time when he doesn't play well in a big zero game. goals, zero goals in this last elimination game? Okay, well, uh, how about how about Ronaldo? Didn't show up in his last elimination game too. I just think if you're going to hold Messi to that standard, you have to hold who All of them. you. A lot of people think Ronaldo is better than Messi. Okay, then you have to hold Ronaldo to that standard, and if you think he's better, maybe even a higher standard than Messi. It's it's uh, it's kind of a joke that Ronaldo can just skirt by by not playing well in a in a in a big game when Messi just gets butchered every time he doesn't score. You do hear that more. You you really do. You hear Messi getting you you hear Messi getting crapped on more than you hear Ronaldo getting crapped on. That's a joke. So this year, I think Cristiano Ronaldo actually was the highest paid athlete this year. Yeah, and you don't play well in in an elimination game. So making north. I I think soccer. Eighty-five million dollars a year. I think soccer's the hardest (laughs) sport in the world to to take (laughs) over. That's a joke. Eighty-five million dollars in a year. Let me me make. Let me check. Cristiano. No, excuse me. It's more than that, isn't it? Cristiano Ronaldo, ninety-three million in total. Fifty-eight million with the salary. And then endorsements is... Oh, okay, endorsements, endorsements, that's different. That's still different. 50... How much with the salary? 53? 53. 58 million 58 in bonus. Million. Or in salary. I, I think soccer's the hardest that's sport absurd. in Messi, the world. Messi, 53 million in salary. What do you do with all that money? Well... I you just, I, you I just think, invest it and live off the I don't know why Messi gets all the crap. I don't know why any soccer Seriously. player gets crap for losing the game. Because... I think soccer's the hardest sport in the world to, to take over by yourself. Now, you can blame Goal them. scoring? Yeah, I think that's a hard sport to take over by yourself. I agree. Oh, yeah. It's so much ground to cover, so yeah. much teamwork to get And you you got to have a perfect pass into you to score. It's just, the, the biggest thing, the probably, biggest, I think for the biggest guys, complaint that a lot of people had was that Messi screwed up on a free kick. And free kicks are apparently where you make your money. Like yeah. a free throw. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. where, well. But yeah. for those guys, Robert, that, some of those, like, cr- those incredibly accurate passes, that's that's like running the ball in football for like 12 yards. If it happens, that's what you're expected to do I, I at that think, level. I just think it's a hard sport to take. Oh, absolutely. Pass. I think physically it has to be one of the most demanding. physically tolling, demanding sports yep. there is. You're running for basically 45 minutes at a time. Well, the, the good thing about soccer is that there is some standing around at some points because – uh, you know, if like the offense doesn't have the ball, they don't go back and defend. Mm-hmm. You know, they sit back there where the defensive line basically allows them to sit. And so, while they are controlling the ball, then you know, and it's mostly your strikers and your midfielders that are getting most of the running. So, I mean, but at the same time, I'm not saying that it's easy either because those guys are putting in a lot of effort, and uh, there's a lot of really. Uh, long, like quick bursts that you have to go through and uh, and, and maintain, and so it's not easy. So I'm not I'm not shooting it down, but I don't think it's as long as a lot of people think. You don't have to run that. I don't even know how long a soccer field is. You don't even have to run that entire length of that field the entire game. It's like 140 yards, maybe 120 somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, for schedule purposes, for those of you or those of our listeners that are interested in watching. World Cup that we are now in the knockout bracket. Uh, the round of 16 goes through tomorrow. 
well, I guess tomorrow being Tuesday since this is now Monday morning, um, July 3rd, and then the quarterfinals will start, and that will take place July 6th and 7th. Semifinals will be the 10th and 11th, and then the uh, World Cup finals will be the 14th and the 15th. And guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is 2018. I think we have secured, and by we I mean North America and primarily the United States, I think the slate of games, we have like 90% of the games that will take place in the 2026 World Cup. Thoughts on that? Oh, we're going to host it? North America is going to host it? I'm pretty sure. Let me, let me yeah. double check that. Uh, yeah, 2026 FIFA World Cup will be the 23rd FIFA World Cup, and it will be hosted by uh, Canada, Mexico, and the United the US, States. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Well, no, well, hey, will this, will day, this increase know. interest in FIFA? Now, at this time, that will put us, obviously, we'll be older and and hopefully be a lot busier with some full-time jobs, but will us hosting well, that, a FIFA that, World that, Cup that's draw your interest and get us to that's watch some more soccer? This, it, I've, you know, I've been really busy, so I haven't got to see many sports at all. But I can tell you, Here's the from years unofficial past, bid logo. I mean, yeah. From years past, I just haven't, I haven't missed any World Cup. I, I've, I've always tuned into the World Cup, and I feel like for years I've been able to, to watch it. And this year I just haven't been able to, and I really haven't tried to make an attempt to watch it. And I think some of it, or for me, some of it, of it, of it is because the United States isn't in it. Right. right. And Taylor Twelman sums it up perfectly in, in when his rant about us losing to Trinidad and Tobago. I was watching that live. I loved it. So. Yeah. And I, I've watched bits and pieces of it four years ago. I did the same. You guys know the big room, and Jake usually has people up to watch it. So if they're in there watching it, I'll go in there and watch a little bit. But for someone like Rob, who I know never watches it. Rob, do is us hosting it with that that would be a game I think that you'd be interested because in, you know, I think all of us are interested in going to different sporting events. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a cool event to attend? Yeah. In person? I like to mark it off the bucket list. But my but honest opinion uh, would be that remember we got fans that listen to this show. They can they can uh, make their bid That's to try right. to get on here and debate us then. My honest opinion on it is it means football preseason, real football preseason is about a month and a half away. <laughs> I don't know if the FIFA World Cup makes me think about preseason. Oh, I think when I'm looking at training I just, camp does, I just, but I don't, I don't have like any it being called football because there's only one football. Oh, well, I agree. They there. called it football before uh, we did that. Yeah, they might have. And it actually makes sense. But I'm just looking at my <laughs> Their football actually <laughs> makes I'm, sense. I'm just saying, we, don't, we, we throw the ball. We use football after we've scored. Probably when like, we're trying to score. I'm just, I'm just stating from my it. perspective. Is it, it just makes me think that preseason is a month and a half away. And training camp is right. Wouldn't that be cool to do a show? Or That's pretty vicious. <laughs> assuming this show would even be in existence in 2026 to do a show from a World Cup game, how <laughs> wild would that? How wild would that be? That'd be cool. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, like just watching it on TV, they seem to have some of the most rowdy environments out of any oh, sporting yeah. event. Oh, I did see a thing a couple that weeks ago. I am, see that I am impressed there, with. There was a fan that was ejected. This was just a normal game. <laughs> he was ejected and banned from the stadium, and he was a rich fan. He hired a crane. To hold him in a basket above the stadium, <laughs> so he could watch the game with his binoculars. That's a goat move. <laughs> that the the commitment and the think of other words to fill in my blank space here. Devotion, but, devotion <laughs> that the fans have over there for soccer is really cool. To watch. I, I do compare it to our NFL. Oh, fans! We don't go it, as crazy. They, no, they don't go I think there's might be. More. I mean, it's like Bills there's Mafia. Yeah, it's like Bills Mafia know, all over the place. There's is more like it, it really affects their life. Apparently, but people get cow- killed in fan stand. The Cowboys really affect my life at some points, but I credit the Cowboys to get me through fall semester of uh, multiple fall semesters at George Mason. Now, um, I will admit, after the World Cup goes off, there is zero chance I watch a second of soccer. Yeah. Like, the La Liga. And I think a lot of my soccer hate America. comes from I played a so- I played a year of soccer in rec league. And I really hate it. The World Cup, and I've watched. Rob, you've never been much of a runner. That is a tr- hey. You <laughs> bought. Rob, you bought FIFA. Statement. You bought FIFA. I, I do like. It's playing. not. Yeah, that's FIFA. not a bad game to FIFA's play. Fun you ever tried it, Elliot? It's a fun game. I played Jake. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like. I like playing. I, I beat man. Jake all the time. I scored oh, two man. goals on him, and then he proceeded to score eight straight. No, here's, here's I had never played Jake, but I'm pretty sure if I did, I'd probably beat him. 
There you go. Yeah. I beat I beat Jake Dude, all the time. I beat Merce. Merce always is trying to play me, and he always talks trash. And you guys saw what happened when he tried to play me in NHL. Yeah, we don't even go that. there. Merce always talks trash that is completely unwarranted. Yeah. I, I, I think I played Nick Clark one time, scored with Dempsey. Well, See, I wanted okay, to I square him, man. I played Nick Bradley, but I'll tell you what, Pelicich, Louis Rivera kicked my butt. Like, just abused me in FIFA. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I'm kind of, like, taking the temperature of our audience here because I know how I talk to Lewis and Ivan about their uh, country of origin, about why they're so much better at soccer. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they got a little competitive advantage. Yeah. Mexico's still in it, right? Yeah, they're, they're still in it. Mexico actually plays, uh, what is B-E-L? Belgium? Belgium. Belgium. Yep. They'll play Belgium. Belgium's good soccer. No, no, no. Excuse me. I think I'm wrong. Ooh, Mexico plays Brazil. Ooh. Ooh. Tough matchup. So that that actually could be... Geography-wise, that's actually really close, though. Mm-hmm. I'd love and that's to a 10 a.m. game. I'd love to see Mexico. When's that? That is this morning. In okay. nine hours. You guys want to wake up and watch it? No, I actually would watch it if I was not... I'm not going to say anything bad about Golden Moon Tea because I'm going to be listening to the show while I'm at Golden Moon Tea. Uh, but I may, might get Jason to put it on the radio or something. I still um, need to put 10 a.m. Mexico Moon and Brazil. Tea. That actually might be worth Golden watching. Golden Moon Tea. Yep. Faithful listeners, though. Jason and Austin Alder. <laughs> Any other soccer comments before we close out the show? I know Ty has something that's near and dear to his heart that he wants to close <laughs> But I would like with. to, for the fans out there, I'd like to um, put out there that... Uh, Red Sox come to come to DC this mm. week to play the Nationals for Jordan Mercer and Robbie. There's our shout out. Claire and Tim Comer will be in attendance on oh, Wednesday. Okay. okay. Speaking of Red Sox, because Wednesday they, is uh, Wednesday is the fourth, right? And they play at like right, 10, 10 or eleven o'clock in the morning. That's a cool tradition that the that the Washington Nationals get to do every year. Speaking of Red Sox, they uh, got beat by ten tonight. Just throwing it out hey, there. It's okay. We're still tied in the division. That's true. It's been like that the whole season. Whoever wins the game wins by at least four or five. Right? <laughs> Elliot, final shout out. Final shout out. Any kind of last words, if you may? For Are the we going to take a break before the. Yeah, we can take a break. We'll let you get your. Uh... Get his ideas in order there. Yeah, get your stuff in order and. <laughs> Maybe pick shout another out. song to throw in here. Shout out to Eldrick Tiger Woods for getting me excited today for a little bit. Shout out to 66. It's coming, boys. It's oh. coming. Shout out to America. This is the last show before uh, the 4th of July. Absolutely. So everyone, uh, you know, obviously have a safe week. Do whatever you need to do responsibly throughout the week. I know Rob has a big thing planned. we got a football game and a party there with fireworks. But everyone else, enjoy your independence and the great country that we live in. And maybe drink a USA. can too of America. That's right. Made the well, Mount beverage Rushmore. of preference. Whatever your oh, beverage no, of preference. Made the Mount Rushmore. This, this is whatever your, day, sir. Whatever your they beverage put America of on their can. Whatever your beverage of preference <laughs> is, we uh, all of us at nine to five obviously hope that you enjoy this week. A little different to be right smack dab in the middle of the week instead of a weekend, but we'll all enjoy it in our own ways. And again, we'd like to thank Rob and Corey for what they're putting off on Tuesday, and then of course the big parties and stuff that will go on. Uh, Wednesday through Saturday. Speaking of which, I think what everyone here is looking forward to the most is uh, the Stanley Homecoming festivities. In fact, I'm getting out of town for that. At the railroad tracks, the uh, carnival going on, so be sure to check that out. They made the the Urban Dictionary. I ordered my Stanley Homecoming. Uh, Also, while Ty's getting his stuff together, I'd like to announce my participation in the Stanley Homecoming Parade. Uh, I will be behind the SBC uh, hay wagon that is lended to us by Ronnie Covich. I'll be driving the new golf cart. Shout out to Uncle Ronnie. I'll be driving the golf cart with a cooler on the back uh, that has um, cold, I think, uh, popsicles and stuff in it. No Miller Lite? Pass out. No, Robbie. This is for Stanley Baptist. No, they so are. No they are the Cowboys. We gotta get the... oh, that's something else so I want to you see me, if to. you see me on the street... If you see me driving that golf cart, be sure to give me a wave and we'll throw you a popsicle. I'm going to give a shout out to Terrell Owens. We haven't talked about him for a while. Um, he we haven't mentioned he, the at all of this. Time. He actually put somebody on a poster. I showed the video to Jared the other night. Oh, yeah, he did. He did he, put somebody he on a poster. He dumped on somebody? Yeah. yeah he, 
Was yeah, it a pickup game or something? Yeah, he could probably play in the league. You know. This is irrelevant. Please. Put him in the Lakers. Speaking of playing in the league, cut the that's, show. That, we'll cut the show, but speaking of playing in the league, that is a little hint of what's coming up, playing in the league. <laughs> By league, I mean baseball. We'll be right back to close out the show. All right, we're back at 9 to 5, and it's time to close out the show. And to do that, we once again hand it over to Ty Comer, who has uh, a bit of poetry to lead us out today. So, Ty, it is yours, my friend. Okay, you guys tell me if this is a guy that you would like to see on your major league team, because there have been rumors that he will be by September. Okay, in 2016, when he was first picked up, and we all thought this was just some sort of joke, in the Arizona Fall League, this is not even single A, this is not rookie ball, this is a fall league. He couldn't hit above 200, the Mendoza line. And it's not like he's some stalwart defenseman or a good pitcher either. He's horrible. 194 batting average. You want that on your team? I didn't think so. Okay, but, you know, let's give him some time. He played for two teams in high and low A last year. He hit 226 in high and low A. Oh, did he hit a bunch of home runs? <laughs> yeah, he hit six. All right. So, again, we'll give him some a little more time. Uh, we moved him up to high A, and he hit 231. Not, not good. Then we're going to move him up all the way to, I guess that's just single A. I, I don't know the differences. There's so many different minor league teams, and that's why they can continue to draft what is it, like 40-some players every year and, yeah. and still you know, have, have all those guys fill in. He had three home runs, 23 RBIs, 220. So now he's gotten on this big hot streak in double-A where, let me, mind you, the worst pitchers are in double-A. Those are guys that can just throw hard. Double-A is where all the velocity is. And apparently he's figured out how to hit velocity because now he's hitting 257. This is a joke, people. This is Tim Tebow. It's two minutes into this rant, and I'm finally getting his name out there. Tim Tebow. But because of the name Tim Tebow, you're now like, oh, you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing Tim Tebow on my team. This is just a total money stunt. It's a joke. It's a, it's a thing that the Mets are doing because they ain't worth a crap on the field in the major leagues. Right. So why not bring them up anyway? He, he made, he made, made the duck. Yeah, I know. I had to... I had to, I had to Hold myself back a little bit. He made the double A All Star game. The double A All Star game. Robbie hitting two fifty seven and five home runs. What? What? His strikeout numbers are up. He's only struck out. breaking a sweat here. Oh, I mean, I'm always breaking a sweat anyway. But he's he's almost struck out a hundred times in seventy games. In seventy games. And this is the guy that they're talking about bringing up at the end of September. Well, guess what? Did you see his at-bats this year when they brought him up for the big league spring training? <gasps> he, could, he could not sniff Max Scherzer. I mean, there's not a lot of guys that can, but come on. I mean, at least, like, swing before it hits the mitt. What would happen if somebody like Sale lefty on lefty? You know, and, and I'm just looking at this thing, and I, and I really do dislike him. 2017 was a great year for me, and uh, I guess that was uh, low A. He got hit by 10 pitches. <laughs> I, I don't know why he hasn't been drilled by more pitches. He's only hit, been hit by 14 pitches in his entire three-year <laughs> career. If I was if I was one of those guys and I knew I wasn't making it up, you know, one of those like 28-year-old dudes in Double A, just bust him. Oh, I'm drilling. Well, him. he's 31 years old. Anybody else at 31 putting up these stats, they're going to retire and get a real job. It's it's just it it makes me and this is you know all joking aside, it really does upset me because he is taking quality reps away from a kid that you never know. I mean, yeah, he could be taking reps away from a kid that's going to hit a, a buck 30 and, and not pan out and all that stuff. But it's the same way with the MLB draft every year. Johnny Manziel got drafted in the MLB like three years ago. Russell Wilson. Maybe. But Russell Wilson is well, actually yeah, legit. Yeah, like he, he played at NC State, yeah. and he played at Wisconsin, and he was, he was good. But Colin Kaepernick played at Nevada. Johnny Manziel never touched a bat at Texas A&M. Never touched. I don't know if he even touched a bat in high school and got drafted. It, it takes away reps from kids that you know would have a chance. 
And that's all a lot of these guys need is a chance. And, and Especially this, with the foreign players. Yeah, and for him for him to, again, a double-A All-Star game is not that much, but at the same time it's a huge showcase for the major leagues. And you are putting in Tim Tebow, a guy that's probably going to make it up to the major leagues regardless because you need some money. You need people's butts in the seats. Sell a couple jerseys. This is like the NFL two minutes. It's, that guy's on for 20. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, I, I'm letting you go. It, no, it's just, it's ridiculous. We did good on time anyway. It's ridiculous. Uh, the the guys that could be getting showcased in the AA All-Star game, and, and you know, obviously I don't keep up with the minor leagues that much, so I don't know if somebody getting snubbed, but I am sure that there is a guy out there with qualified stats and a qualified chance that's not 31 years old in AA Hitting 250. But I'd like to know who picks these. They're not fan voted, are they? Double A teams? Uh, they might be. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's another thing. You, Who's you, picking it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> but that's, you know, if this wasn't as good as your rant, or not really a rant, but uh, talk about the Cowboys. You guys should go back and oh, with my, uh, listen to that one. That one's from last week, right? Last, the last week, my little. Uh, yeah. The little uh, pep talk for the yeah, Cowboys. With that the, was good. Uh, gonna need more with the karaoke talk. in the background, the karaoke version of. Uh, Everybody yes. hurts. Yes. Well, we're going to lead out with Lee Greenwood, if that's okay with everybody else. All right. Uh, happy Fourth of July. Happy Independence Week. Be Seven smart. Run. Don't drive. Yeah, seriously. Cops are going to be out. On a serious note, be safe. Um, fireworks, probably in town. Luray, Shenandoah, for those of you putting those off. Be safe. For everyone else from 9 to 5 Sports. See you next week, right guys? Next week?